Hello and welcome to the Happy Hour Podcast, episode two. Oh yeah, got to got through the second one. What's up, everybody? <laughs> so in this episode, we didn't really have like a set script, or you know, because we're we're just trying to do this off the top of the dome. But basically, it's been a week since we've recorded, so I just wanted to just be like a catch up thing on what's going on in our lives and just basically what's going on in in the world and just like the news and whatever that we want to talk about. So uh, first and foremost, I'll go ahead and let Ben top us off with what he is sipping on and what's been going on with him. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Um, so I am actually following my own advice from the end of last week's episode, and I made myself uh, a nice old-fashioned. Um, I uh, I got some like real nice cherries that, uh, that I use as a garnish in this, and then uh, I've recently found... A, uh, a really nice Japanese whiskey um, uh, made by the company Sadashi, and uh, and it is really nice. I know old fashions are usually like you know bourbon, rye, um, you know some some like more hefty traditionally American whiskeys, but uh, but I was able to find a nice uh, like woody aromatic, you know, very very like sandalwood incense, a uh, little bit of cherry in there. Um, and and it goes really well. It makes for for a nice light sippable old fashioned. So that's that's what I'm sipping on today. How about you, dude? That sounds amazing. <laughs> like that sounds so <laughs> when I think of old fashioned, I just think of like how you said, just like the normal like generic one. But you know, that's that sounds like it's hitting the spot right now. Uh, it's exactly what i need (laughs) right so i've been feeling a bit under the weather so i just went with something simple and i just like reused my coffee that i made earlier today and i just got like some some iced coffee and like probably three quarters cup of iced coffee and then like a quarter a quarter of the cup i threw some some baileys in there so i got some baileys iced coffee with uh, with some ice in that bad boy classic very nice you know, I didn't want something too too harsh. I didn't want something too mellow. But I was like, you know what? I need. I could use a pick me up, and then what better way to use creamer rather than Bailey's? You know? Yeah, I mean, you can't beat it. It's uh, it's a good way to uh, you know <laughs> spike your coffee, so to speak, and uh, and also just you know it. Like you said, it it's a good creamer for coffee. Funny enough. And and it does the trick. Definitely. So yeah, yeah, that's what. And it, honestly, pretty refreshing too. Like it doesn't really taste like I'm drinking alcohol. I know if I make another one, I'll probably be like, woo. But <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but yeah, it's just if you don't want something too harsh and just like get a little little buzz and just like a little like of the alcohol sweats, then I'll definitely just <laughs> that. But um, but yeah, so. So I understand that you are actually traveling out of the country later on in July. Is that correct? Yes, actually, um, that's something that uh, you know my wife and I are doing. We're uh, we're going to be spending with uh, with another couple. We're going to be flying out to Japan. We're going to land in Tokyo, um, and pretty much you know we're going to like crash in Tokyo that night because uh, it's I think that's going to be fifteen hours of traveling overall uh that day so we're pretty much we've, we've got a hotel reservation to just get back to and just absolutely pass out 
Um, but then after that, we're heading to Osaka for, uh, I think, four nights. Um, and then from there, we're going to Kyoto. And, and then after that, we're coming back to Tokyo to, to like round out the trip. So are you guys like doing anything like specific out there? Like you guys have like itinerary or anything like that? Or are you guys just kind of like go with the flow type of thing? So we've, we've got a little bit of both. Um, you know, we've, we've got some definite like concrete plans. Um, you know, obviously uh, there's, <laughs> there's like Universal Studios uh, out in Osaka that is really cool they've got all kinds of attractions anything from like spider-man and harry potter all the way over to like super mario and detective conan um so so you know we definitely want to spend a day there doing that um so that should be a good time and we're really excited about that and then um on the like latter portion of the trip um as you know uh you know my wife is is a research scientist um and she's like currently you know, working on her, like, master's. So uh, she actually has a colleague in Tokyo that goes to uh, the Tokyo University. And so, you know, we've we've set up a day where we're basically, you know, it's going to be really funny because there's going to be, like, her and then the three other of us, uh, you know, being led on this guided tour around the university, which is going to be, you know, gorgeous and, and I'm sure very, very fascinating but she has like a very vested interest in potentially, you know, finishing her, you know, master's or doctorate um, over there with, you know, with doing like comparative research with what she's working on. But, uh, but yeah, so then there'll be, you know, three of us that are just kind of wandering around mouths agape going, wow, it's pretty and cool. What, what, what else do you, what, what do we do here? um that honestly that's probably going to be like how how me and Haley would uh, do that as well just mm-hmm. like oh my god the sites are like just go from place to place and just take in all the sites because that's it doesn't get any any prettier than japan i i was gonna ask yeah. you too um were you guys are you guys gonna be like around like the studio ghibli museum or like the studio ghibli um attraction that they have over there so yes we're we're gonna be nearby for a little bit um, and that's that's one of the places that I would like to hit, but uh, but that's one of those things, Laura. You know, at least for the two of us, um, it's it's you know, like medium on on our list of things that we want to go and do. Not because we don't love Studio Ghibli. That's I mean, hell, the first movie that we bonded over was Princess Mononoke. Um, right. So you know, we're we're all about it. We really do want to see it, but it's uh, it's like currently not being built like it's already there but they're still adding attractions and they're still like making it into what it's supposed to be oh so, so, it's not, so it's like, not like a finished product yet so it's just like yeah progress i got you i got you so so that's very i mean very well could be a thing that we're going to go and see um but uh you know that's that's just going to be like you know time will tell i think for for most of the trip it's going to be you know we're going to wake up in the morning um, with you know a few exceptions, and, and be like, all right, what are we feeling? Where do we want to go? Or do we want to try a particular kind of food today? Do we want to hit temples today? And and then we're just gonna figure it out, make it happen. Dude, it would be so dangerous. Like when whenever I go to Japan, I know I'm gonna have to set like a whole budget just for the food out there, 
because I know oh, yeah. me, I would like want to try everything because there's like the street food supposed to be amazing, the restaurants are supposed to be amazing. Like you can't get any any better than just like all around quality of the food. Like no matter where you go, so that would be my <laughs> my biggest crutch is like, well, we could save this money to go to this attraction, or we could spend it on food. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's uh, that's gonna be one of the hardest parts for me is like budgeting appropriately and not just spending every dime to my name on food because because <laughs> yeah that's you know i i come from a cooking background i you know i spent about 10 years in the restaurant industry uh about two two and a half of those as a sous chef and uh and you know throughout that entire time and still and before I have always loved, you know, Asian cuisine in general, but I have, like, such respect for Japanese food and, you know, basically just part of, like, this this cultural trend of, you know, seeking to perfect whatever it is that you're making. Because that's something that, you know, you don't really see too terribly often over here, where people will, like, find out how to make something, and then they'll make it that way over and over and over and over and over again forever. Um, whereas, you know, they will, you know, like Japanese chefs will absolutely go hard every day to try and make this recipe into the most perfect form of itself. And, and so that's how you end up with, you know, food that has been, you know, worked on laboriously, but when it's served to you, it is so clean and simple and straightforward in its presentation but then the flavors are just pure and, and that's that's something that's just always captured my imagination right and that's like speaking to like their culture too like how how they're brought up and how their work ethic uh, go out mm-hmm. over there in japan like compared to america yeah. like how you said in america like you find a dish you make it's like mm, man this is good i'm just gonna make it like this from now on but then in japan it's just like yeah this is good but I can make it a whole lot better and I could go ahead and just like just try to top myself from day one or like every day. Yeah. Like I'm just trying to better myself and better my craft and just like be perfect at it or damn near perfect. And rather mm-hmm. than just like settle for a good, not great. Yeah, exactly. And that's, you know, that's you know part of my whole attraction to uh, that culture is just that constant pursuit of perfection with like the understanding that like, very few things, if anything ever, can be perfect, but it's not going to stop me from trying, exactly. you know? Exactly, yeah. And, and yeah, that's that's just always been so beautiful to me, and, and like, you know, that's that's just such a good ethic to, to, you know, live by and work by, and just this constant pursuit of purity, I suppose. Right. Yeah, because like if you have that mindset where whenever you make a mistake, what are you going to do? Just give up and just like not try again? Or you're going to take that mistake that you made with a grain of salt and use it for the future and not make that same mistake again and better yourself that way. So that's exactly that's the way that 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 culture basically is. It's just like, okay, if I make a mistake, you better believe I'm not going to make the same mistake twice. So like that's yeah. a constant pursuit of perfection if they're and 
granted we're all human no one's perfect but they're mm-hmm. damn near there <laughs> just on how yeah. they go about shit they that's just like their standard their bar and i feel yeah. like that just like that just shows tenfold with their culture with their history with their like how their work life is their school life and stuff like that like they're top in they're top in all major categories especially like with like the crime like crime rate is so down over there like there's like hardly ever hardly any crime because like they have that sense of accountability and responsibility as like the culture and trying to respect others and respect others values and possessions stuff like that yeah yeah exactly and that's i mean that's one of the things that i really look forward to and i'm kind of afraid uh i don't know how much like rick and morty you've ever seen but there's uh there's this scene where like i don't know morty's trying to like use a uh one of those levels that is basically like a tube with liquid and a bubble and like you just want to get the bubble in the middle and oh, that's yeah. like level and then Rick and, is like you don't know what real level is <laughs> yeah. yeah so i'm like terrified that like i'm gonna go to japan and like the streets will be clean everything will be taken care of everyone picks up after themselves and like there is like crime is non-existent i i mean i already know for a fact and this is like sad that i have to say this but we live in america um but like i'm not going to hear a single gunshot the entire time that we're there guaranteed right. it's not going to happen so but so like i'm really scared that i'm going to get back and it's going to be like morty when he gets like taken off of the perfectly level <laughs> piece of flooring and he just starts losing his mind because now he knows the difference right lambs to the cosmic slaughter <laughs> You're gonna have to get brainwashed to, to know what normal is. <laughs> yeah. See, that's that's when we just that's when we just like pack it up and just move to Japan. We'll just be like, yeah. All right, see, see you later, America. We got we got our passports. We're good. We we'll visit. We'll be on a. We'll be just visiting next time you see me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I'll I'll come back and visit. I got family. It's fine. Exactly. Right. Like, it's it's fine. I got family here. But you know just like uh moana just like you know japan's just calling me bro like it's just calling me i, I just gotta yep. go ah <laughs> uh, yeah so so yeah we are super excited dude and I'm, it's uh, it's uh, it's gonna be so, such a great time dude i want to hear like everything like when you come back i want to hear everything i mean not even when you come back like while you're out there I'll probably be asleep when you're awake but i'd be like dude what do you guys do <laughs> yeah <laughs> I'm gonna text you yeah, I think, and I'll be like, hey, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, I think like uh I forget what it was. The the time difference is pretty crazy. I checked I think at like four PM the other day. Mm-hmm. Um the the like time difference and and it was like you know, four PM or maybe like three PM, something like that. It was like six AM. And uh and so like yeah, it's it's crazy it's 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 a huge time difference yeah that'll be that'll be the the main thing for me since like i'm so like into well i I, i'm so into sports and like american sports obviously but like i think it'll be kind of a culture shock for me if i were to be out there like live out there it's just like okay Mm -hmm. when when are the red sox playing like they say like in america (laughs) it's gonna be like seven o'clock they're gonna be seven o'clock eastern so like what time is that (laughs) what time is that in japan or what time is that in europe whatever like that's like the i think that's the reason why i don't really watch too much of the premier league soccer because most of their games for my team 
they like on Saturday morning at six o'clock in the morning. It's like <laughs> I like them, but I'm not gonna wake my ass up at six o'clock in the morning to watch a ninety minute match. <laughs> I'll, watch, yeah. I'll watch highlights, <laughs> but but yeah, it's just like that'll be a first world problem for sure. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. They, they, I think it, what is it like fifteen hour difference? They're they're like fifteen hours ahead for us, so it would be uh, it's it's like mid late morning mm. right now tomorrow for them right right I'll probably so yeah up and then catch like the ninth inning of a game be like oh cool they won or like oh cool they lost but like, okay you know what right. i'm just gonna be i'm just gonna be a follower of the the nippon uh nippon baseball league <laughs> yeah the i think that's like the um the professional baseball league out there in japan that they have gotcha Honestly, I haven't really looked into like the sports scene out there. I think they're really they're really really big on baseball because I know there's a yeah. lot of like baseball players that come from Japan to like the major leagues. Um, mm-hmm. I guess that they probably just get paid way more in America uh, because like we take our sports so seriously. But right. yeah, I think I think they're really big on baseball. I think they're pretty big on basketball too. And gotcha. I think they they might be big in in soccer, but I think yeah. I'm just saying that because I just finished watching Blue Lock and that anime was like amazing. <laughs> so like I can't don't 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 take my word on that one. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I do think that that's that's relatively true. I mean, you know, obviously America has a huge fixation on sports in general, mm-hmm. um, but but yeah, I I do think that you're right on on all three of those. And speaking of, speaking of that, um, with Blue Lock, yeah, I just I just ended up finishing that anime. I watched the first season today. If you haven't seen it, I would highly recommend it. I would say like if you like, like you wouldn't think that there's a lot of action sequences or anything like that, but mm-hmm. they the way that they do it, they make it really like enjoyable. And you know how in any anime, like, when it comes to, like, a fight scene or when it comes to, like, a dramatic scene, like, they go over the top and then you get, like, these, like, bizarre facial expressions and the eyes go black and stuff like that. Yeah, so, like, like the, the, like, tracers on the eyes as they move. Yeah, so they, <laughs> they do that while, like, and, like, everything's happening mentally. Like, if you, like, if you realis- realistically, like, put in account how much time they actually show them playing the game of soccer, it's probably, like, five minutes in a 30-minute episode. But, like, mm-hmm. the facial expressions, the animation, the, like, storyline and everything like that is just so good. It's, um, yeah. basically what it is, is they, Blue Lock is the, is the facility that Japan, Japan's, like, made to kind of make the best striker in the world to be on the, the Japanese national team. Like, so they could win mm-hmm. a World Cup. And basically, like, you get all these, they, they recruited, like, probably, like, 100 players to participate in this in this tournament type of thing. But if you get eliminated from the tournament, you can never go professional or you can never play for the Japanese national team. So, like... Yeah, that's right. So, like, they go through all these tests and everything like that. And then at the end, at, like, kind of towards the end, like, you kind of follow, like, the whole progression and everything like that. And, dude, like, the drama and everything is just real. Like, it's it's probably up there for me like, i've only seen like a couple sports anime but that one was really well done very nice yeah the uh i think the only 
Yeah, I think the only sports anime that I've ever watched is like Haikyuu. Mm-hmm. That's the volleyball was, one, right? Yeah, yeah. Which like phenomenal uh, show. I I really really enjoyed it both for it's like sports content as well as just how outright entertaining it was as a show. Um, it it managed to be both like compelling for sports stuff and like really really funny at times and and you know had a lot of heart to it and I enjoyed that. You know that that kind of sounds like the um, I don't know if you've seen. No, you said the only sports one that you watched is is Haikyuu. But um, mm-hmm. if you do get a chance to, um, if you watch um, Kuroku's basketball, that's mm-hmm. um, that's kind of like the same thing as what you're describing as a haiku one. Like there's a lot of like a lot of heartfelt moments, a lot of like moments where it's like getting intense, and then also with the with the with the moments where it's just like <laughs> like kind of silly stuff like that. So yeah, I'll definitely. I've seen Haikyuu on Netflix, and I've seen it, like, I scroll past it multiple times, but I think I just need to, like, stop and w- actually sit down and watch it. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's definitely worth checking out. For sure. I'm definitely going to do that. Now, I'll put that on the list. <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> I don't even know how far I am on that list. <laughs> oh, yeah. I know. I know you've had a ton of recommendations from, I mean, on top of... I'm sure, you know, anyone and everyone else that has opinions on anime, I know that I've given you a ton. Mm-hmm. So that's, uh, <laughs> I'm sure the, the list is huge. Yeah, the list is huge. And I will say that most of your, I want to say probably like about 95% of the, the shows that you recommended me were mm-hmm. like solid. Like, mm, like, I don't think there's been like, there's probably been one where it's just like, you know what? Like, I can see this is a good show but not for me but then like some of the other recommendations that some other people given me it's just like okay i see what you're going for but uh i don't think that's for me like (laughs) like, "Mm, okay i'm not really willing to invest my time on this i'll probably check this out after i've seen like other shows but i'm not gonna actively watch this one that you recommended me (laughs) right so I would say, like, right now, your your recommendations are, like, solid 95 or higher percent. Why, thank you. Of course. appreciate that. I, uh, yeah, I don't know. I've, I've been watching anime for entirely too long. So, you know, hey. if I didn't have at least a little bit of it figured out, I'd be concerned. <laughs> I don't think there's any such thing about watching it for too long. If anything, you were just on the <laughs> wagon a lot a lot longer than we were <laughs> you, you yeah. saw the light and then you you guided us towards the light to to be there right there with you <laughs> yeah yeah I, uh, i'm one of those i try really hard not to like be that guy but also like i don't know i got bullied for watching anime when i was younger and like now it's cool right here we are finally <laughs> it came around honestly i used to look sideways at people like i don't never like comment on them but like in middle school mm-hmm. when naruto was like like really like at the height of its thing like in 2007 like when shippuden wasn't was airing and i saw mm-hmm. people wearing the headbands and i saw people running like that i was like what the hell's going on what is this shit what are you guys, yeah. what are you guys on <laughs> like why are you guys running like that what's with that headband and then when i finally watched naruto i was like 
Oh, I get it. <laughs> I completely get it. I want, I want me, I want a headband. I want an Akatsuki robe. I want. Hey, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I actually got a onesie, uh, an Akatsuki onesie for Abel. We got a Akatsuki blanket. Like you know, like I, I completely understand it now, and I kind of like wish I could go back in time to like younger Jovan and be like, hey, go easy on them. It's okay. You'll, you'll, you'll find out why they're doing this stuff. It's like. Just, you'll know someday <laughs> and then just, yeah, that, apo- just apologize to anyone that you thought was weird <laughs> right well yeah that was that was always my thing and like you know looking back now i'm like almost jealous because i mean you know that was that was the thing was like uh there were I, I i had to try really hard not to be like that guy right um and and it was it was part of that whole thing where like yeah if you're if you're a big anime fan a lot of a lot of the kids in like middle school and high school that would do that would like rock the Naruto headband and they would like do the the run and like if you've ever been around one of these people you know the exact run that I'm talking about like yep <laughs> and and like they would just like do that through the halls and and on the one hand it was like you know kind of cringy and and like kind of like rough to watch as as a bystander but like that being said, now that I'm an adult, I envy those kids that were able to do that. Like I was so self-conscious about just sticking out at all and and like I let that stop me from you know really in, enjoying it like I could have. Right. Right. That's why that's why now I'm kind of like overcompensating like I'm wearing like <laughs> like I don't give a fuck about what people think or even when I go out in public. <laughs> it's just like I'll wear the the brightest color shoes with like a hat that doesn't even match or like <laughs> just wear shit that like you know what i find that's cool like if you don't then what are you gonna do you're gonna tell me how to dress no you're not i'm a grown-ass man <laughs> yeah like, exactly you don't like my mustache guess what i like it i'm not gonna shave it if i shave it it's gonna be my decision you don't like my hair exactly. it's long okay, cool i don't i don't care i got long hair what are you gonna do about it <laughs> yeah the only person <laughs> the only person's opinion that i take into account is my wife's but like obviously that's gonna be it that's just how it goes but <laughs> yeah but yeah i i completely agree with you i mean i wasn't i didn't really have like that attire with um with like the naruto stuff or like the anime stuff but i will (laughs) say like i was (laughs) i was in that that group where in in high school i used to dress like the like the jocks and like the the like kids that would always like match and stuff like that i think at one point like you, you know those kids right where they had like the the khaki shorts with like the long nike socks and then like with the a graphic tee with like with like a snapback to match and stuff like that yeah so yeah. i would i legit had like probably five or six hats that like went mm-hmm. with this particular outfit like along with like like same color shoes and socks like i was i was that kid that would like okay my hat was like a it was like a red and black snapback that i would wear on my on my like snap buttoned on my khaki shorts with mm-hmm. like and then i would wear my khaki shorts and then i would wear like basketball shorts underneath them and then if i if i was wearing red and black i would legit have like one pair of socks that were like red and then i'll throw another pair of socks that were black over them so you could just see the red oh, and, yeah. and the black and then i'll be wearing like red and black shoes 
and so like that was just like my attire like no matter what color scheme i was wearing i was exactly like that like <laughs> like, like hey, at the very least you were like coordinating what you were doing there were so many of those guys that would just like i mean they would look like a, a jackson pollock painting with all the different colors <laughs> right. and like like no cohesion to what's going on at all it would just look crazy for no reason and i used to get visibly upset whenever i didn't match like if like if <laughs> if the red was a shade color off of the of a different red i would have to change my whole outfit like it got to it was yeah. like that bad but like looking back on it now it's just like why why was i like that why it doesn't even matter right now like right now i'm, I'm wearing like <laughs> i'm wearing like red shoes with a pink shirt and like yeah. a, and a black hat with the with the red socks logo <laughs> on it like, like i wish i could just go back in high school and be like dude it's not that deep like it's not it's, that it's deep not bro that deep bro you're thinking way too hard on it it's okay or like if i didn't get a i used to be that guy that used to get a haircut like every two weeks too so like, oh yeah so i was constantly at the barber every two weeks and like if my barber messed up like something like something like something minuscule and just like wasn't even noticeable i would notice and i would get like so upset like it would just ruin my whole week but then like, yeah lo- again looking back on it now it's just like dude I understand high school hormones are a thing, but like you need to calm down. Like you're <laughs> you're acting like your shit doesn't stink, and you need to stop. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean that's part of it. Being a kid's crazy, and you know, we're all we're all weird and like insecure about different stuff, and and right. you know, that's that's just all part of the process. Right. I just I just keep on like looking back on it now. It's like, man, I was so cringe. <laughs> <laughs> I had to get the Beats headphones. I had to get the new Nikes. I had to be trending on whatever it was back in the day. Or I had to have a Snapchat or whatever. Now it's just oh, like, see, the Beats is where I draw the line. That's where I'm gonna. That's where I'm gonna bully you. Yeah, I had I, <laughs> <laughs> dude, I had I had the Beats headphones. I had like the the studios, bro. Like I dropped like probably like. Three hundred dollars on a pair of headphones. Like Ooh, I, boy. I, I had like the beefy ones that like the over the ear ones, and then mm-hmm. I even had like a pair of buds whenever I didn't want to use the big ones. And mm-hmm. and honestly, I don't even think I use those those headphones to its full potential. Like <laughs> when I was a junior and a senior in high school, I was like, oh yeah, I could justify getting these because I'm gonna be a DJ someday. It's like, no, <laughs> you're not gonna be a DJ, dude. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Oh yeah, <laughs> I do love that stuff though. It's oh. you know it's one of those things where like it's really hard to not like look back and just cringe at yourself. But but that's you know that's a, one of those things that I feel is oh man just universal in some way mm-hmm. to everyone. Yeah. Like everybody had like that kind of thing, you right. know, growing up. I wish and I like, had. I wish I had like that goth phase. Like I never had that goth phase. Like I never had yeah. like the this wearing all black and just listening to alternative all day every day. I never, never had that. Yeah, that was uh, that was a phase that like I'm still kind of going through. And I would, yeah, I don't know. I was never like hardcore goth never like really really sent it which is again another one of those things where like now i envy the kids who like did just absolutely full send it why wouldn't you right um but it was just because like i was just like an insecure wall teenager and i didn't have the confidence to just like say fuck it yeah absolutely i'm gonna wear all black i'm gonna paint my nails i'm gonna like 
like you know i i listened to metal at the time and i listened to like all of what you would expect mm-hmm. but like i didn't rep that and and that's the part that like you know i i kind of you know wish i had dude because i, I could have I, I wish I, I wish me and you like would have been like in the same year same class and everything I would have hyped you up so much. <laughs> but, dude, why not? Just fucking go for it, dude. And then, like, I know you would have done the same for me, too. But I, I just know we probably would have been, like, in the high school yearbook pictures, just, like, <laughs> just looking. Just oh, we would have been dude. fucking menaces. Dude, dude, they wouldn't expect, like, they would not be ready for us at all. No, no. Especially if they had no. us in the same class. Oh, dude, those teachers would hate us. Oh, we would have gotten separated so quick. <laughs> We'll be like, we would have been like Spongebob and Patrick. Like, I just thought of something funnier than 23. 24. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. Dude, can we? It would, it would have been problematic. Dude, it would have been like worse than problematic. <laughs> <laughs> I think they would have either had to hold me back or like or just like dude you got to transfer schools like you, you you guys can't be together this is right this is not good for anybody you guys are disruptive what are you, what you, are you guys, guys doing <laughs> i understand you guys got good grades but you guys are so disruptive you guys are always together <laughs> see that's where it all falls through i absolutely struggle with that i had and like still i probably should like you know just go get a diagnosis or something but like wildly undiagnosed adhd for so long mm-hmm. And, uh, and yeah, I just like was, was just an absolute menace in class. <laughs> Dude, I think, I think working from home and like, you know, what's weird working from home for me is actually a lot like easier for me to do than working in the office. But mm-hmm. like when I was in high school and like when I was in college working, like doing like online schooling was so hard for me for some reason. Like it was just yeah. like so hard and so difficult for me to actually like stay on task and do do like the classwork and the assignments, but then when it comes mm-hmm. to working from home, it's just like second nature. Like I actually get more stuff done working from home than I ever did in the office. Oh yeah, dude! Like that's that's one of the most interesting things about like adulthood that I've found, and like being in the positions that we are where we we have a job that just allows us to self-regulate and when you get the chance to just be able to self-regulate you get to like do whatever you need to do at your pace it's oh dude it's just a world of difference right right but then like again with that with that same with that same mindset like you had that same mindset like i don't know if you ever taken like an online course like in college or like in high school but it was just like so different like just i was so like procrastination was like at an all-time high whenever i was Mm -hmm. doing like those online classes like i just couldn't do it like i just had like whenever i do go to school and like whenever i did i had to be in on campus learning otherwise i just didn't have that responsibility and accountability to do it but i guess yeah i guess since it's like I guess the the difference is they're not paying me to go to school, so then I'm not worried about self-regulating or anything like that. So, like, since I'm getting paid to work from home, it's just like, well, I'm not gonna squander this opportunity. I'm gonna show them that <laughs> I'm gonna show them that <laughs> I can stay at home and I could do this. <laughs> yeah, 
Well, yeah, and I think, you know, A, getting paid for it makes a big difference, and and I guess just, like, the way that we are allowed, like, I mean, A, it's, like, self-incentivizing on the one hand, but it's also just the the opportunity to, like, do something that has, like, you know, obviously straightforward and almost immediate benefits like yeah you're getting paid to do something why wouldn't you you know right work at it but right the the ability to like take that into your own hands is you know i i I don't think to be understated it i think it's it's a big deal and i think that's part of you know in in the whole work from home debate on whether or not that's like good and beneficial like that's something that gets skipped over so much Mm -hmm. that like you know the, the very real statistics that people do better they work harder mm-hmm. and and you know the work is better yeah better overall just overall better just to work from home overall yeah. qualities improve like morale is actually like way improved whenever we start working from home like oh not, yeah and like you're not having like for me for instance whenever i was working in the office it would take me about like 45 minutes to get to and from the office so if I had my shift at one o'clock in the afternoon, I would have to leave my house at like twelve fifteen, almost twelve, to make sure that I get there on time. And now yeah. it's just like, oh, cool! Like I could, I could get my coffee, I could get settled, I could do everything I can, be ready right on time, and not have to worry about logging in, not have to worry about anything. Just go ahead and just like answer calls and go go from there. So like it yeah. really cuts out the morning commute and like the the afternoon commute too. So I feel like it's a just like overall quality of life just game changer yeah yeah it it just makes you know yeah a world of difference it's just so wildly different from having to make that commute having to like be in an office and like i don't know it's it's one of those like weird things um but like i i have a really hard time like focusing and like doing what i need to do if i'm like even a little bit uncomfortable Mm -hmm. and uh and like i in an office setting am literally always cold Mm -hmm. um and and like i don't know what's up with that but like that was one of those things where like they were keeping the office in like the mid 60s uh when when i was working there (laughs) and like you know, I, I understand that, and that was like the sentiment of like most of the other people working there. Mm. But but yeah, at one point I was like, I cannot stand this. Like <laughs> I, like I, I was showing up in the middle of summer wearing like sweats and a hoodie because <laughs> I was going to be freezing in in that office. Dude, you are just like my wife. Like she's always cold too. Like no matter, it'll be like mm-hmm. seventy five degrees in the house, and I'll be like sweating, or I'll be like, oh my god, I'm in a, I'm in a tank, I'm in shorts, and I'm sweating. She's like, well, I, I'm cold. So, like, yeah, okay. <laughs> so for me, I always run hot, and she always runs cold. So I, I could, I completely get where you're coming from with that, especially like yeah. in the office too. Like you're so limited on, like if you wear some, like if you wear just a normal attire then you're going to be freezing by the end of the year or like by middle of your shift and you can't do anything about it. Yeah. Yeah. It basically got to the point where I was just like keeping a hoodie at the office at all times. 
<laughs> oh man, I I don't work at this company anymore. But you know, I used to I actually used to have like a um uh, in the office since I was working like after hours, I used to have like one of those neck pillows. Oh so, nice. Like, so like whenever it was slow, I dead ass I'll just like get my neck pillow out, just chill, kick back on like the um on my desk, and then just throw on Netflix because like we had access to the TV, so I just like logged into my Netflix and just like watched whatever. Nice, that's awesome. And then I just turned my phone on loud just to make sure, <laughs> just to make sure I didn't miss the call. <laughs> yup. Uh, yeah. Oh, um, well, let's go ahead and get out of work. Um, so, word on the street is Tears of the Kingdom has been beaten. Yes, actually. Tears of the Kingdom has been successfully beaten. Um, and, you know, without any kind of spoilers or or anything like that if there's anybody who hears this that uh has like been wanting to get the game but like holding off for any particular reason um i i cannot stress enough that this game is just it's a masterpiece it's absolutely spectacular and and i i can't recommend it highly enough i beat the game and immediately loaded back my last save and have continued just running around Hyrule and and like finding all of the little like subquests and side stories and all these little puzzles that are just intricate parts of the world like if you you know if you played Breath of the Wild and you enjoyed it this is literally Breath of the Wild almost 3 times as big it's it is just huge and it's beautiful the physics are like i mean i think about as close to perfect as you can get um not with like hyper realism but with like a physics engine and the way that it works in that world is is just perfectly worked out and and it is just so impressive i am constantly in awe and uh yeah beating that game uh legitimately brought tears to my face, I, uh, I I loved that storyline. That's awesome. I I love any piece of media that actually like makes you feel that attached to where it's just like, I just one can't get enough of it, and then two is just like, man, this story was just so good that it made me feel all these emotions and actually like made you physically cry. Like that's like that yeah. type of media is just mm, just chef's kiss. But I yeah. will say, so like based off like I know you play like all like the titles that are supposed to be like so called like greatest games ever, greatest games of all time, whatever, like mm-hmm. all that stuff. So like based off of this game and the overall experience that you had, where like all time just like doesn't matter what platform, doesn't matter what like doesn't matter what genre, anything like that, like where would you rank this game compared to all like the previous games that you played? Um dude um i would say like easily top three it's it's damn it it is just one of the greats you know um and and so like it's up there for me with like i don't know i've got like a particular taste in games so like you know i i would say like the top three in no particular order is probably going to be and this is I'm sure going to come across as like all over the board, but uh, but like Tears of the Kingdom, uh, Dark Souls three, and 
ah, like Monster Hunter World. And and like all three of those games I, I loved so much for wildly different reasons. Right. Um but but the the like main driving force behind that is how well they did the thing that they were trying to do. Right. And and that has just I don't know. Dark Souls three was my first venture into the like FromSoft world mm-hmm. and and like that well absolutely springboarded me into that world so aggressively like i was immediately voracious for it i beat dark souls 3 and then i went back and beat dark souls 2 and then i went back and did dark souls 1 and then like then sekiro came out and i played that i haven't had a chance to play uh demon souls or bloodborne because those are playstation exclusives and right. unfortunately i just don't have the hardware for that right um but it's uh it's just absolutely fantastic and as a matter of fact on that note I am very excited for uh, the new Armored Core that's going to be coming out because that's the same company, but instead of it being like, uh, you know, most of them are like a period piece kind mm. of, where like, um, you know, uh, uh, Sekiro takes place in like a warring era in Japan. Uh, Dark Souls is like alternate medieval kind of high fantasy. Um, and but but like the armored core series is you know obviously it's like mech suits and and you know all that business so it's it's definitely futuristic um but it has that like trademark you know from software difficulty and and so i'm really excited to to try and like jump into that um but uh but then yeah for for the last one just uh monster hunter world uh was one of the first games that was really really grindy with the way that you need to play it and i was so happy to do it every time like the the fights were just always so interesting i thought the monsters were really really cool the weapons were always a delight um i like most people was uh was a longsword main before eventually falling in love with the least used uh weapon in the game the hunting horn um and and oh it's it's just so cool the way that they were able to go like, okay, yeah, do you like this playstyle? Cool, do it this way. If you pick a different weapon, you're playing a different game. Like you're just you're operating in an entirely different way, and uh, and so that's just always you know been been really fun. Right, and Monster Hunter like the out of those three games, those are that's the one that's multiplayer, right? Yes, yeah. Um, Dark Souls three, you can do multiplayer. Um, however, it's like heavily restricted. They don't want you just like, you know, uh, jumping into somebody else's world and just like absolutely carrying them through it. So it is right. kind of like gated in some ways. Um, but yeah, Monster Hunter World, you can just openly do multiplayer with uh, with your friends and just go on hunts and take down you know crazy monsters and and you know eventually that game escalates to you know much like I, I think a, a lot of my like favorite games go from like all right help this cat out of a tree and then like you know by the time you reach the end of the game it's like all right cool now fight god like (laughs) it it just escalates so much right see that's that i i love like because that's that's gratification like whenever like you put Mm -hmm. in all that work into your into your character and into like your play style and everything like that and then you're able to like take on god (laughs) like you're able to Mm -hmm. take on the main boss so that's 
that's always cool. I think my main thing is like getting to that point. <laughs> yeah. I, like I, that's that's my main thing when it comes to games. But that's that's awesome. Like how you just broke down all those, and I'm definitely gonna get Haley into playing some more Zelda because I want to just like watch her play while I'm working because it like makes the day go by a lot quicker. And also, mm-hmm. I do want to like I don't want to just go watch a random stream. I want to see her beat it, like be see it on my TV, seeing her do it. So yeah, so I'm like, I'm really hyped to to watch her do that. I'll just be the I'll just be the cheerleader on the side, but yeah, you can do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I I I absolutely think like if if you don't particularly want to play the game, if you know for, for you know for a lot of people like open world games with like that much scope to them um can can kind of be a turnoff um and and that's like absolutely fine like everybody has their style of game that they like to play and all that and like literally no judgment ever you know gaming much like food is 100 percent subjective it's all about like what you want what's gonna make you happy um you know i got like i got like 100 hours on power wash them later my man that's actually one that i really do want to try but no, uh, i just saw that on the store page it's like you know that would be kind of a interesting game just to fuck around with every now and again oh dude that would like satisfy my like slight perfectionist tendencies so much and i love that like that one is all like that's multiplayer you can you can just power wash houses and parks and cars like you can just power wash things with your friends and i think that's hilarious that like that's a thing but like awesome that's so cool i love that that's a thing that they implemented right you know they should they should like have like a a dlc or not even like a dlc like have like an expansion where you could get it in vr and like you could just like have like your own power washer customize it and everything oh that would be so cool i would love that (laughs) yeah i would i would always have my headset on if that was the case Oh, so um, I forgot to ask you this, and you know I'm I'm not gonna put you on blast, but I am I do want to ask. Oh, you here this. here um, we go. Okay, but <laughs> I don't know if we mentioned this in the in the previous episode, but like Ben and I go to the gym together, like we're workout partners. So like we usually go like every Saturday is when our schedules align, and mm-hmm. um, I I just wanted to know like were you like that workout? Did it did it, was it like how was it comparatively to the first two that we did? So as far as like working out a particular area and and like that being rough, um, it wasn't as bad. It was it was definitely you know I think as far as like working out there on the day of, I think the like difficulty has been pretty much you know within reason mm-hmm. about the same. Right. Um, but uh, you know before we did you know chest arms and back and then the second time it was leg day mm-hmm. and then this time was like a, a cardio circuit yeah and uh and i will say disclaimer and- i did go unintentionally really hard on chest <laughs> and arms so i will i will throw that out there <laughs> that's all right you're uh you're a much tougher guy than i am <laughs> but uh but but yeah it surprisingly enough with the cardio circuit um it didn't leave me sore in any of the places where I would have expected. Because, mm-hmm. like, we did the stair stepper, we did, uh, you know, a lot of different machines um, that just kind of, like, worked out basically everywhere yeah. evenly. Um, 
but it was some of the like floor exercises that we ended up doing um like the like there was uh we did like burpees and then the modified burpees that had uh where you're in the plank position and like leaving your hands on the ground you like hop and bring your knees to your chest and back down um uh for some reason man those really like attacked my lower back Mm -hmm. that's like that's the intention of it to get like your lower back and like your core because like mm -hmm. when you're in plane position you do that tuck jump like when you're like bring your knees to your chest go Mm -hmm. up and then do a tuck jump to like to do it and that's all lower back and abs like it's a fucking scorcher yeah and uh and yeah, for the, for the most part, like lower back exercises have never been an issue for me. But I think like explosive ones like that, mm-hmm. woo! <laughs> I felt. I mean, I'm still kind of feeling it. But like that was, you know, part of the intention for my workout yesterday was to just like gently work out like the the like core overall, and and just kind of not keep it sore, but like lightly work that out so that you know, it, it continues to progress as it heals. Right. Um, so, but yeah, it was, it was very, I mean, it was a solid, well-rounded workout and, mm. and, you know, I just happened to get sore in places I didn't expect. <laughs> that's good. That means that you're working muscles that you didn't, that you haven't worked before. So that's absolutely. So like, I'm, I'm going in the mindset of this, like not only am I your workout partner, but I'm also going into it. Like, you know what? Like, I'm trying to train you too. Like I'm trying to go into it like with a trainer's mindset and also like keep in mind too that we're brothers. So like I'm not gonna push mm-hmm, you too hard. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not I'm not gonna hurt you intentionally. But I am gonna But also we're brothers, so maybe a little bit. <laughs> so just just like a just like a smidge. Just gonna push yeah, you to yeah, your yeah, yeah. Li- like I'm gonna push you to your limit and like maybe yeah. a little bit more so you could so you could like get better. But right. yeah, but it's I where the real growth hides honestly yeah <laughs> but i will say like that that cardio circuit like that one left me like sore in like um not like in in the in any of the machines that we did because like granted we mm-hmm. were just doing it for cardio and we weren't going for heavy weight or anything like that but i was mostly sore like in my abs and like on like my quads like in my quads and my calves like i was like i was feeling it the next day oh yeah yeah, it was, <laughs> it was a good workout. And like, I don't know, I, my whole thing, my like, <laughs> my current goal, um, is not tied to any particular level of strength. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of a level of like overall fitness that I want to get to. Mm-hmm. Um, and like silly as it may be, uh, I, I want to be able to wear like a spider suit comfortably. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to look like spider-man don't you fucking judge me i'm not because i <laughs> i want to i want to look like chris evans from um from captain america like when he like gets transformed like when he gets to the serum oh yeah that's what that's what my goal is either yeah my goal is either that and if i can't get that like my two main like i think i could reach but it'll take a while would be like mm-hmm. Chris Evans, Captain America, or Henry Cavill, Witcher. Oh. That's that's my that's my goals, bro. See, like I would set those goals. I literally just don't think I'm like big enough of a dude to do that. See, they're not really like, that tall though, but they're not that tall. Yeah, but they're like they're just like their frame is just bigger, right? See, like I think I like 
that's my motivation so then if i like and then i'll settle you know i'll settle for like i'll settle for like spider-man build i'll, I'll be down uh-huh. for spider-man build like that's that's attainable yeah or I'll go for like Venom because <laughs> he's more stocky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Venom, a little bit thick. He's a little thick. In all the right ways. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Speaking of Spider Man, I still need to watch um, the, the new one. Oh, boy. I will never shut up about that movie. Dude, I'm so excited to watch it. I just like haven't. Every time I like, I always like. So I need to watch it. I need to get with Haley and I need to watch it. We need to watch it. And then like the next day happens and I completely forget about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, wait, what was I going to do? And then, but yeah, like just the trailers and just like after what you told me at the gym, like, like, dude, like it's been weighing heavy on my mind that I need to watch this movie. Yeah. It, uh, yeah. I, it just is an absolutely perfect follow up to into the spider verse and like if you know if anybody that hears this is going to go and watch it like hasn't seen it yet and plans on doing it um i highly recommend uh re-watching into the spider-verse and and just like pay, pay pay attention because you know this one is you know obviously it's a sequel um so i got but got a question real quick Okay, sure. When you watched the the second one, were you mm-hmm. sober or were you high? Uh, stone cold sober. Okay, okay. Because I know sometimes, like, whenever I watch media, whenever I'm high, it's completely different from when I'm sober. So I just had to mm-hmm. ask. I just had to. I, I, go ahead. Oh yeah. Go ahead. Um, go ahead. Go ahead. But yeah, it's it's just one of those things where there are all kinds of. I don't know, not not even quite Easter eggs, but there are just all kinds of things in this one that tie into the last one, like as you would expect, but more so. So like, like in the so like in the first one, there's a lot of seeds that were planted, and then like in the second one, that's just like when it comes like into into bloom on like what happened in the previous one, like specific hundred percent. Okay, gotcha. yeah, it's it's one of those things where there are so many small details in the first movie that no one noticed nobody paid attention to it was just like little things that that got peppered in throughout the movie and uh and as it turns out it was either you know uh a very important tie-in to to this movie or it was foreshadowing and and it's just so, really cool dude i'm like i'm stoked to watch it i do have to ask this is one peter parker in this one and two is spider noir in this one as well um so for your first question yes but like a lot it's like it's it's the, like this is the one where they actually like explore the spider verse. Oh, okay. so like if if you've seen the trailers, there are hundreds, thousands of spider people. Mm-hmm. So like, there's a bunch of different Peter Parkers. Mm-hmm. Um, 
so so like you know obviously the one that uh you know from the first movie like you know that peter parker yeah, he's he's not in it he you know he died in the beginning right um but, but the, like the, peter peter b parker the uh, one the one that like actually trained miles he's yeah. in it uh gwen comes back right uh and then spider noir is in it a little bit is it still nick cage you'll have to watch uh. <laughs> sorry dude uh, just just a little one <laughs> just <don't> like that <laughs> No, I'm already like, ooh, I don't want to give away too much. Okay, fair. I was just saying that because, like, Nicolas Cage, like, low-key, underrated, like, top-tier actor. Oh, dude. I don't even think, like, underrated. He's huge. Like, that guy's been in so much and, and has crushed it every time. Even if, like, you know, a lot of his reputation is being, like, a crazy actor. Oh, right. Have you um have you seen that movie with him that he did um called Pig I think it was? I don't think so. Like he um like he's like a um I think he's a retired chef out there in Portland and mm-hmm. he ends up like having like this pig that like is really good at finding like truffles and then like the premise is like his pig gets stolen and he like goes like crazy trying to find out who who took his pig. And then he goes like on a rampage, basically. And then like, I mean, I should definitely check out the movie, but just on hearing the premise, I don't fucking blame the guy. Right, I would too. Same. Like if John if you have a pig go... that's good at finding truffles, like mm-hmm. if somebody steals that pig, they are taking future thousands and thousands of dollars from you. Yep. So like, I would. Me and Haley saw that like probably like last year but it was mm-hmm. it was a really good movie it was shot really well and like nick, nick cage does a really great job in that role too so there's one that nice. i want to see i want to see that one where he plays himself oh yeah um what was it the the unbearable weight of like great talent or something yeah and i think pedro pascal's in that one too i really want to watch that one yeah I actually I did get a chance to check that out. I thought it was great. That one was was a really fun ride. Okay, I'll, I'll definitely have to check that one out. And then the last one that I want to watch is that one that new one that he did um, when he plays Dracula. Yeah, Renfield. Yeah, I want to watch that one. That one looks that one looks like kind of like it'll be a, a cult classic, and I kind of like yeah. like that vibe. Yeah, I really I really enjoy when when they kind of take really old stories like that and and approach it in like an actually fun and interesting way mm-hmm. like you know personally i'm not a huge fan of of like all the remakes that are happening mm-hmm. um but yeah. like if you're gonna do a remake do it in in a way that is like fresh or interesting right and that's a that's the kind of gripe i have like with um with movies and like tv shows and stuff like that right now is mm-hmm. people in Hollywood are making these these television shows, these movies on source material, uh, source material that they really don't like, or that they yeah. they actively say that they really hate the source material, but they're making these like billion dollar shows and billion dollar movies, and it's just like, why are you making it if you're not going to be passionate about it? Like, right with the Halo series, like I I haven't watched it personally, but I've seen a lot of a lot of like 
reviews about it saying that it was one of the worst shows ever and then even even with the witcher like even though like henry cavill's money in that role and he's really done a lot in that role but the writers and the creators of the show actively come out saying that they really dislike that show like they really dislike the source material so it's just like and then the <laughs> the best example i could give is velma by Mindy kaling like why are you going to take an oh, ip dude. that has nothing like what what are you trying to do with this ip when it has nothing to do with scooby-doo or when it has nothing to do with the characters you just want to tell like a murder mystery drama high school thing like if you actively hate the source material why are you going to put out anything that's you're going to attach your name to yeah i don't know that one in particular i've got complex feelings about just like with I don't know. I guess just the way that it was approached. Mm-hmm. Um, Scooby Doo's not even and, in it. <laughs> right, like Scooby Doo's not in it. Shaggy was replaced with just a, a different character completely. That was like kind of supposed to be the stand-in, but mm-hmm. executed in a way that is. I I don't know. Just very much not shaggy right no he's because like yeah like and and like you know this character is i forget like what there's like one scene in particular because like I've, I've just seen like a bunch of you know reviews on it and and people like who watch it and then you know make like videos about it after yeah. the fact and and Same. all that noise yeah um but uh but like there's like legitimately scenes where like norval is very outspokenly straight edge and like shames anybody that would like smoke weed right and like don't get me wrong shaggy never like outright came out and said anything (laughs) about you know any kind of drug usage or anything like that but like shaggy is a he's coded as a stoner like that's just yeah that's like, the why character think, why do you think he's always hungry and never gets fat <laughs> right <laughs> like, like, why does he always eat so much they massacred my boy my boy Ugh, my boy but, but look yeah, what they've done to my boy i i completely agree with that but uh, <laughs> on a lighter note because that's just like makes me frustrated with why people do stuff like that but mm-hmm. um but I do oh one thing that I have been like really hung up on lately and I think mm-hmm. you're in the same boat is um the new patch for the TFT the team fight tactics. Oh dude. Huh. If you play League of Legends and you play team fight tactics, if you haven't tried the new season, it's just just check it out. Yeah, it's it's really good. You know what I uh, a little interesting thing that I noticed about it. You know how like with um with TFT they have like specific skins for like uh, for like whatever like their the team build is. Mm-hmm. On this one, it, I don't know if you notice it, but they don't have any skins. It's just a regular splash art. That's a really good point. I never noticed that. I actually like the character that sprites are just the the baseline. That's yeah, interesting. It's just baseline. Like I was I was expecting like because you know like they have like the like Arcan like Arcanist or like Piltover like stuff like that. Like they usually mm-hmm. have like whatever skin like with um when the ocean song line came out they had like a specific thing for tft but in this patch like every like no one has a skin everyone's baseline that's a really good point and i would imagine that's probably 
um, the the like origin trait, the like main trait for each mm-hmm. character is now the the era the area where they're actually like from in lore. Yeah. Um, so like I guess it would make sense that they're not using any skin different skins. Right. And that but I yeah, that, that I think that's kind of cool. That. I think it brings out like cuz you're so used to seeing like all these like different like like last last patch was like the glitch patch. Like you have like all mm-hmm. kinds of like different different skins and everything like that. But for this one, one I really like the normals, like the normals ranked setup. How how like you don't you don't pick a champion like beginning of the match, and like you have yeah. like, and I like how you could swap through like different play styles too. Like it, you pick your legend, like you could pick mm-hmm. like Twisted Fate, Draven, like or like the Sprite or like the Poro or whatever like that. And mm-hmm. like it kind of helps you with the augments throughout the game, which like oh is, I go Vagar every time. Do you? Oh yeah, I go uh, just the 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 added AP bonus. Mm, awesome. I actually, I've been going TF. Very nice. Because he, like, like he has, like, this one where it's called, like, Pandora's Box or something like that. Mm-hmm. And if you click on that, then you could build, like, the items that you want faster. Because the items swap every after every turn. Oh, So, like, gotcha. if you're stacking up on items, and even, like, completed items, it swaps to, like, one that would be useful t- for you or, like say you're trying to build a bloodthirster and you have a sword and like the other one that you have is like a mana tier so then you can put your sword on the champion that you want it and then like you got like a you got a solid chance that like within the next five five turns you'll have that magic ape without having to count on the carousel or the random item drop oh that makes sense yeah so it's like i've been playing a lot of him i i did play one draven and you know, it wasn't too bad, but I need to check out the Vagar build. Oh yeah, I I'm a huge fan. I think I think the Vagar builds a lot of fun. But I, I also like in the beginning of the match, like how like you guys vote on what type of setting you're going to be in. Like it's going to be like a different buff or a different type mm-hmm. of of ruling or whatever it is that you could choose at the beginning of the game. That's yeah. I think what they did, they should just like go full head of steam, like whatever they do in the future. Because mm-hmm. yeah, I, I absolutely agree. Like even when like I still need to be awkward in the time, but I've been procrastinating. He's <laughs> <about that. laughs> <laughs> like, oh, you're gonna play Zelda? It's like mm, TFT kind of sounds enticing, though. <laughs> it's just really easy to like pop in and play a game or two. It really is, and then I have to go like I have to open Dolphin. I have to get into the emulator. I have to wait for the emulator to launch. Yep. And then I gotta stream it, and then I gotta. Do... <laughs> it's like you know, it's like ten steps to like just logging in and queuing up. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> but. But yeah, I just wanted to give a, a little shout out to like Team Fight Tactics. Whatever they're doing, they're they're doing a really great job for the last couple of seasons, last couple of patches. Yeah, yeah, it's it's doing great. Oh man, let's see. So, uh, so with that, um, is there? So we covered Japan. We covered cringe high school, middle school shit. We covered. Gotta love it. <laughs> right honestly if you weren't crazy in middle school or high school then like i i don't think you've lived 
Like then what's what's the secret sauce, bro? Exactly. Like yo, what's <laughs> the secret formula? <laughs> yeah. Ravioli, ravioli, give me the formula. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. We talked about. I think we. Is there anything else that you that you um want to discuss or anything else that's been going on? Mm. Well, we've touched on so many of the things that I've like actively got going on right now. Same. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I uh, as as like kind of maybe like a segue into into like you know kind of wrapping things up. Um, my my birthday was was relatively recently, and and one of the one of the really sweet things that uh, that you know you got for me was uh was a cigar which is just a really nice like little celebratory thing that you know oh, i just you got I, more coming my man like, um, like you got another gift that i need to give you on saturday when i see you so yeah well hi damn my dude you know I well i got you <laughs> i appreciate you you're very sweet um but uh but yeah, I just, you know, uh, it was a, a cigar, which I just, you know, like, I, I feel just the, the opportunity to, like, have a cigar and just, like, kick it and, and you know, do your thing, um, I just don't get very often, you know? And, uh, and it's been really nice. That's, you know, I'm, I'm now, like, about halfway through it. It's, it's been one of those things kind of where, you know, you'll, you'll just kind of sit down light it up you know smoke on it for a little bit it's just like a nice excuse to just like sit down chill and kind of be present in in that moment that you're that you're doing um and and i really enjoyed that and that's you know uh i don't know i'm i'm sure like cigars have a lot of mixed feelings around them well i feel like i feel like when it's a like one if you're smoking them on like a consistent daily basis then that's kind of like you shouldn't be doing that but i feel like if it's like every once in a while and i feel like if it's just like something that you just had like for a special occasion or just hanging with the boys or just like again just like doing it every now and again i don't think there's any stigma around it like it's Mm -hmm. i i think people well, me personally, I think it's a lot better to smoke a cigar every once in a while than be puffing on tobacco like uh, like cigarettes every every other day or like every every couple of weeks or anything like that. Like compare cigars yeah. to cigarettes, I think it's like miles different. But like, I completely get you with like just just like lighting up the cigar, just enjoying that moment. You know, just have your drink with you or like what I like to do is. Cause I know that's the reason why I got you the cigar. I was like, you know what? Like, I just want him to just chill, enjoy the moment. Like just like have just like that, that relaxation, just like, mm, you know, mm-hmm. just be out there, be outside with, with your girl and just puff on that cigar and just enjoy, just enjoy being outside or like, just like having like that. And then the plus with the, with the little nicotine high, like it's just like, mm. mm-hmm. it's just, mm. yeah, just like a little light buzz and it's not, you know, you know like you said it's not it's not having a cigarette every hour or two it's Mm -hmm. not you know you're you're not like really going that crazy on 
I don't know. I guess just just like you know that much nicotine, because right. I know that like that can that can get kind of crazy. I know you know right. nicotine is a is a hell of a thing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but dude, that that makes me so happy that that you're like one. I I didn't think that you're gonna still have it. Like I would thought mm-hmm. I would have been just like gone because I know I have no self-control. So like when it comes to a cigar, like smoke half of it in one sitting and then the next sitting I'm done with it. So like, so just like with my perspective, it's like, oh yeah, cool. He, he smoked a cigar. He was good. Awesome. So now, (laughs) now, now we just got to go to the golf course and just like have like a stogie on us while we're playing golf and just like chill like that. But it does, it does make me so happy that, that it really like brought you that joy and like, like it was just something that i just figured like you know i don't want to show up to ben's to ben's without giving him something like i know i know we like it wasn't expected but i just felt like nah i i don't want to show up empty-handed like i we already had a gift for you like in the mail but i was like you know what what's what's the cigar gonna hurt like it's just like (laughs) just like the the overall optics and just like the sentiment behind it is just like i'm I really hope he likes this. I don't know if he likes cigars, but I really hope he likes it. <laughs> Absolutely. And it's it's just been a really nice little treat, you know? Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's acting like, you know, to, today, before, you know, getting into the call and getting the session going, um, I, like, put the stogie outside and, like, you know, had my box of matches with me and just, like, lit it up, sat outside, enjoyed some fresh air and, like, the really, I mean, it's it's a good cigar. It's, like, you know... It's rich. It's got like you know a little bit of vanilla in there. Like it's it's just a really well-rounded cigar. I mean, I, I like it a lot. Um, and and it's it was just nice. So I was able to just kind of like toke on that for a little bit, relax, and uh, and then like come back inside, make myself an old-fashioned, sit down, and get to it. See, that's exactly what you need to do. That's exactly <laughs> it that's mm, that's money yeah <laughs> man that that makes me so happy like um i feel like awesome that i was able that that just like little thing was able to just like bring you like more peace of mind or like get yourself like as like a little treat and stuff like that that ah, makes me feel like i'm a good friend <laughs> <laughs> no you you did great i appreciate it I'll, I'll give myself a pat on the back for that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's gonna be that's gonna be a birthday tradition then. That's always I'm always gonna have a stogie for you for your birthday. I'm about it. Hell yeah. And then, but next year for your birthday, not only are you gonna get a stogie, I'm gonna have a stogie and we're gonna we're gonna smoke it up together. Perfection. Yep. That sounds that sounds absolutely great. You make you make the old fashions, I'll bring the stoves, and then we'll just chill. <laughs> My man. See? Got you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, right on. Again, on. A happy, happy belated birthday for Ben. I know like it was last last Saturday, but again, just wish him all the birthday wishes. <laughs> Much appreciated. On that note. Let's go ahead and uh, wrap it up for uh, for the day, Jojo. What's your drink recommendation, and what's your media recommendation? So, drink recommendation is going to be the one that I that I had sipping on today for the for the podcast. 
just mm-hmm. a simple iced coffee with some Baileys. You know, you could throw some Kahlua in there if you feel a little crazy. Or if you feel even crazier, you could go ahead and make a mudslide. Ooh. And, like, the mudslide is, like, when you get, like, um, me, I like I like the coffee base. So, like, with the coffee base, throw a little bit of, I usually throw, like, some either vanilla chocolate ice cream, like a scoop. Throw mm-hmm. that shit in the blender. Get, like, a shot of Baileys or a shot of Kahlua. Blend that bitch. Throw it in a throw it in a cup with some chocolate syrup on the rim, or like chocolate syrup like in the cup. Throw the mudslide in there. Get yourself a straw if you have whipped cream that's available. Throw that on there. More chocolate syrup. There you go. Ooh, that sounds decadent. It's definitely one. <laughs> you definitely have a sweet tooth. Yeah. <laughs> but that that's not something I go to all the time. But I was just thinking about it like. Mm. That does sound pretty good right now. I don't even care. Oh, yeah. And then, and then recommendation. Um, I did a music recommendation last week, right? Mm-hmm. So this week, I'm actually going to go with another thing that I talked on the podcast. is going to be the show Blue Lock, either in English or in Japanese. I prefer the Japanese, but that's just me. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, it's only, it's only one season long. You can find it on Crunchyroll. Um, I don't think you have to pay for Crunchyroll if you if you don't mind ads. So yeah, just go ahead and check that out. It's only one season, twenty four episodes long. You will not regret it. Absolutely. And with that, Ben, what is your recommendations for this episode? For this episode, uh, drink recommendation of the day is going to be uh, my wife's favorite drink um, that I love. And especially considering that we're in the full swing of summer, um, a very refreshing little treat. Uh, I love a good Moscow mule. Um, Like, you can make it in pretty much whatever portion you want. I've made it, like, a single cup, just like a a regular rocks glass with it, all the way up to, like, a pitcher if if you've got enough of the ingredients. But the ingredients are super simple. All you need is like a shot of vodka, a squeeze of lime juice, and like half a can of ginger beer. And that's, that is just one Moscow mule. And it is crisp, it's refreshing, it's got that like citrus, it's got a little bit of bite from that ginger beer, and it all comes together just really nice. So uh, yeah, hot summer days, enjoy yourself a Moscow mule. It is. I've actually never had a Moscow mule. Oh my man, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to find a little bar with like a patio after we uh, after we work out this weekend because it is it is real nice. Okay, I'm down. I'm down. All right, all right. Sorry, I interrupted. But, uh, <laughs> no, no, you're good. Um, but then uh, my media recommendation, I'm just gonna call back to me dating myself, saying that uh, I've been watching anime for entirely too long, um, and I'm gonna throw out one of my classics. Um, if you haven't already seen it, this Wait, is one of the ones that can I, I guess. Can I guess what it mm-hmm. is going to be? Yeah, yeah, shoot. See, is it is it one that I've seen that you recommended me? I've definitely recommended it to you. I'm not sure if you've watched this one. See, give me give me a hint. Um. Let's see. It's it's one of the like released in the nineties animes. I'm gonna go out on a limb. Is it Evangelion? 
that is very close to my heart. Um, but alas, that one's kind of, uh, how to put this? I don't know. I feel uh, Evangelion might be a bit of an acquired taste kind of anime. It's it's got it's got some uh, heavy themes and interesting bits and bobs to it. Um, but uh, my my recommendation is a little bit more like easy on the palate. Okay. Okay. What is it? My recommendation for today is Cowboy Bebop. Oh, I was gonna it go is... with that. Oh, yep. <laughs> damn it! <laughs> it's uh, actually now now that I say it out loud, I remember we specifically had a conversation about this. Um, you have watched it. You have not finished. Yeah, that's, um, that's why I asked. Is like, have I seen it? And then you're like, probably not. It's like, ah, give yeah. me a curveball. <laughs> it's uh, it's it is a wonderful episodic anime that follows a of bounty hunters in space um about 100 maybe 200 years in the future um and and it is so perfectly done it is just this series of episodes that seem to just be adventures that people are going on until eventually it comes together and you realize that it's been this huge overarching story the entire time all right that's the that's the second time that you told me that <laughs> yeah <laughs> so i since i finished blue lock i will go ahead and let's make a pack you watch blue lock and i'll finish cowboy bebop sounds like a plan and i'm actively going to watch it so i will give my synopsis of it on the next episode all right that works for me so so that'll be that'll be that'll be, that'll be interesting so like i'll get my synopsis on cowboy bebop and then you give me your synopsis on blue lock I think that's far, perfect. How far that you get, anyway, on Blue Lock. I'll try and cover it. I got, uh, I think, like, the first quarter of the season. Because I was, like, watching it as they came out. Okay, until cool. Until I think I got to, like, episode, like, three or four. And was like, I don't want to wait for each episode. I just want to watch <laughs> the. I want to binge all of this at once. And and then I, you know, st- still haven't come back to it. Right. I, I think that's exactly my mindset on Demon Slayer, on the new season. Mm-hmm. So, like, now that it's all out. Um, me and Haley are gonna just like binge the shit out of it but yeah cool so let, we got we got a topic of discussion for the next episode it's gonna be the synopsis on Cowboy Bebop and the synopsis on Blue Lock and that will not be the whole episode so tune in <laughs> to find out what we discuss next time on the Happy Dragon Ball Z <laughs> next time on Happy Hour <laughs> <laughs> alright my dude Great episode, as always. A great episode yourself, my man. All right, let's go ahead and end this puppy. I love you, and we will see you guys next week. On you later. Happy hour. Woo!